Hi everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Virtual. I'm here with Devin Reimer from Alchemy Labs, and uh, we're at OC6, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Quest and some of the announcements that were made here at the show, if, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, sure. All right, awesome. So first, on the Quest, obviously you guys released Vacation Simulator already on the Quest. Job Simulator. Or, yeah, yep. we're just job simulator. Of course, yep. is the title that you guys released on the quest, and, yep. and vacation simulator is being worked on uh, for release on the quest. If you could talk to me a little bit about how the quest is, has been for you guys so far, and 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 yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, uh, really, really excited to uh, be on a platform that reaches a whole new subset of people. Um, one thing we talk about a lot is friction, and even Carmack is talking about that today, right? Yeah. Of the importance of trying to eliminate friction and not only getting into VR, but then into the experiences. And so like Job Simulator, we've been working like right from the start of like, how do we get people into the experience really fast and getting them to doing those fun things? Like there isn't like giant cut scenes or like giant things that are standing in the way. And same thing with Vacation Simulator, that we've been thinking about that from the start is like, how do I get somebody in to a game in a few minutes and yeah. they're already knowing exactly what they should be doing and what they want to do yeah and so with quest that's it's also awesome that there's um some hardware that allows people to just kind of quickly pick things up put it on their head and just kind of jump into the experience and so that's been like very very exciting um and then from like a kind of the engineer in me standpoint um kind of the the challenge of bringing uh, content that when job simulator originally shipped like it was like, we were trying to squeak as much out of a PC, like 970 was like, we're just going as fast as we can. Yeah. And to kind of like think of like how we've moved forward over the crash like three, four years. Yeah. And now we're like, we have a standalone device <laughs> and we've got our content to run on it. It's just, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. No, it's that's it's totally crazy. I can only imagine how difficult it was to get vacation si or uh, job simulator working, uh, you know, as well as it does. And then and then now I, I can only imagine it's even more tough because I, I don't I don't know what it looks like on the engineering side of things, uh, but from just a, a gameplay standpoint, uh, vacation simulator has so much more going on. So yeah, what what's it been like uh, uh, bringing that experience from the PC to the Quest and uh, have have any compromises had to be made? Ha, ha, have have like what are the compromises? I guess that you have to make in order to to get something running as well as you wanted to. That's, that's a good question. Yeah, the um, Job Simulator uh, was kind of our first game through that pipe. Um, fortunately for us as a company, like when we started we were building mobile games. And so we have a lot of knowledge in like, you know, targeting Android already and stuff like that. And so, yeah. so that's been great. We already kind of had some of those things in the back of our mind um, as we were kind of working through things because it was like, someday there is going to be a standalone device. I do not know kind of what the lead time is, yeah. um, but we're kind of uh, there now. Um, and so yeah, Job Simulator um, is definitely a challenging um, thing to bring across. Um, some of the main reasons there is our game is so physics-based yeah. and physics has a pretty big cost, right? Yeah. You have to, how do you deal with that. Uh, we don't have static environments that are no. like, hey, everything is frozen down. It's like, no, you can kind of pick up things. Yeah. Um, and so that made the, the kind of the port um, uh, reasonably challenging. And then we now move to Vacation Simulator, and Vacation Simulator is like almost an order of magnitude more yeah. complex. Definitely. And so we definitely had to spend a lot of time going through that. Um, and we've got a lot better at the process, even from when we worked on Job Simulator going through that. And our development kind of process on Vacation Simulator was, okay, 
we develop, we make the game, and then we kind of optimize for you know, PC. So like, you know, we've got Vive, we've got kind of um, Rift, and then, okay, now we ship that. And then it's like, okay, now the next level is then we released on PlayStation VR, right? And so it's like, okay, now let's heavily optimize that. And PlayStation VR is also a, a challenging uh, yeah. platform. Um, so then we like do all that work to there, and then it was like, okay, now that's wrapped up. And then it's like, okay, now we kind of like step it down further. And like to kind of put things in perspective of some of the challenges there, um, in one of our like biomes, like the forest camping area, um, when we ended up shipping on PC, the originally there was 1,300 draw calls okay. that was in that scene, like the worst case, right? Yeah. And so why we're still working on um, the port of Vacation Simulator because it comes out later this year. Um, right now we're like down in those same areas to 95, right? Wow. And so when you start thinking about the like that is <laughs> over an order of magnitude difference. That's crazy. And it is it has definitely been really challenging but also really rewarding. Like yeah. in game development, particularly like stuff that we do, it's like we throw so much at the wall. Yeah. And you never like fully know until the game's like out in the world like yeah. what people are gonna take of it. But when it comes to optimization, there is a very clear win, right? It's like yeah. this is frame rate, this isn't frame rate. Yeah. Right? And so um, kind of the part of me that's like like the analytic part of me it's like, hey we kinda like step through this and then we're like we solved the problem and it was really exciting on vacation similar to be like hey, we took all this really, really complicated stuff that would, like, a few years ago been, like, just unfathomable that could run on a standalone, and now it's like, yeah. it does, right? And how much do you benefit from those optimizations on your next projects? Because I'm yeah. wondering, uh, like, what were some of the optimizations that made a big difference going from job simulator to vacation simulator? And then what are things that you you, you might see making a big impact now um, going from, from, from vacation simulator and the, the efficiency changes that you've made um, to, to future projects? Yeah, so um, at a kind of a, a lower level, um, we have this framework. So we build on top of Unity. Okay. But we also have this really big framework called Alchemy VR that okay. right when we started Job Simulator, we started realizing there were some pretty core fundamental things in the way that we like to design games, like very interactive, very physical, yeah. that just don't exist. And so we started building these frameworks. And then what we do with the Job Simulator is we kind of we built that, and then we optimize it for PC, and then we optimize it for PlayStation VR, right? Yeah. And then we're like, okay, now we have a, like a battle-tested thing, and it's like, okay, now let's bring it, and then what we ended up doing was we brought that into Rick and Morty, right? And then we're like, okay, we worked through that, and then kind of added new stuff onto it. And then it was like, Vacation Simulator. Now we got this like this new version of it, and we brought it in. And then we're like, it's, it's always funny to think about, we, we have all these this framework that's so fantastic, and every game we're like, we think we solved all the real hard problems with it. And then we're like, and then it's like <laughs> never the case. And it's just like, like Vacation Simulator was like, Okay, it was really cool to put like wine corks on bottles, but what if you could take any object and attach it to other <laughs> objects in different ways? And it's like just that spilled into a new giant system unto itself. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh yeah, now we can build burgers and stuff like that. Things <laughs> that was unfathomable um, before. But then we go and like optimize that, right? And so we already have a very, very optimized like lower level that we're kind of dealing with all the time. And so that's yeah. great because now we can bring that forth. And then now that we've been through the pipe uh, of Vacation Simulator to Quest and almost through, uh, sorry, Job Simulator to Quest and Vacation Simulator is almost done to Quest. Yeah. Now we're going to be able to take that. And that has, like, that has benefits across everything. Now it's going to make our PC content run faster and our PlayStation VR content run faster. Um, but yeah, there's now like a lot of lessons that we're kind of learning because Vacation Simulator is a very big game, right? Yeah. And there's definitely challenges with like memory, and it's like, how do we like Atlas stuff and things that 
in the past, um, as a VR developer, like PCs are really powerful. Yeah. You could at times get away with murder. Yeah. And now it's like the that um, like PlayStation VR and Quest are like a big part of that ecosystem. Yeah. Now it's something you got to think about because there's some things um, that you can do to make your life very very bad. Yeah. Um, but kind of the, the the thing that we, we like to do at Alchemy is we try to be very careful that you don't go and accidentally dilute something that could be really great because you're worried about supporting a platform that maybe is more performance um, challenged, right? Okay. And so what, what we do is the kind of the rule is it's all right to make our lives really hard, just don't make them impossible. Okay, that makes sense. And so, and we like that, that's, um, that's kind of across the company, like we make multi-platform games, right? Yeah. And so there's things that we have to think about, like for example, PlayStation VR tracking is very different than like Quest Track, very different PC tracking. And so that's something that's like, well, if you developed one that worked only on this, that yeah. would be something that you could potentially do that would be impossible, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, I made this really cool particle system that did this really cool thing for gameplay. It's like, probably with enough engineering, we can make that work through. Yeah. Um, but for us, like the gameplay, the gameplay is so important. It's like, that's something we need to make sure it has parity across all the things. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, like in Job Simulator, like it is there. Like people are like, wow, this is like, yeah. this is the PC experience I had. And somehow it just exists um, on these other platforms. So that's yeah. fantastic. No, that's why I'm really looking forward to because, yeah, I love Job Simulator and I love Vacation Simulator. And right around the time that Job Simulator came out on the Quest, I had been, you know, playing Vacation Simulator quite a bit. So it was kind of one of those things I was like, playing Job Simulator, it was almost like, man, this is so awesome. Like, I want to play Vacation Simulator like this right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it was kind of one of those things like, like, this is magic. Yeah. And now I'm spoiled, and I want magic across the board. <laughs> right, right. right. The, uh, like for vacation simulator, there's so many additional challenges. Like so one decision we made really early on, I'm glad we made it, but it's made our lives difficult. Um, is that we have a camera, a handheld camera, right? In Vacation Simulator. Yeah. And so PC, we got away with like, you know, it's got a screen, right? So yeah. That we're rendering the world again, right? Yeah. And so then bringing that to PlayStation VR was like, whew, this is challenge. And then it's like, oh, no, now we got to like, I know that in Oculus's docs of like, kind of here's your do's and <laughs> don'ts, they're like, don't do that. And then this is one of the developers was joking, they're like, we did a lot of the things on the don't list, like a lot of things. And it was like, okay, but um, uh, the lucky thing is like, we have so many talented people at Alchemy that I'm so excited to get in particular vacation simulator out because people are going to like look at that and be like, how is this even possible? Like, um, and I think that there's a lot of lessons that we'll be able to bring forward and also share with other people of like how to like kind of deal with some of these problems in very interesting ways. Okay, very awesome. And I know you said that it's you're aiming for later this year. Yep. Have you guys nailed down a, an exact date yet or not? Yeah, it's it's holiday. So okay. Sometime in okay. the holiday time. All right, right, awesome. Well, that's that's exciting because yes. that's soon. I mean, we're we're already here in the fall. So. Yeah, and um, like from our experience, like uh, a lot of our customer base, like they like. Uh, it's holidays. I've got family and friends. Yeah, and, like we want to go and try this stuff. It's like yeah, they really love our stuff. So I'm very excited to uh, to be out on all the platforms this holiday. No, so. that that's super exciting. Yep. So and uh, as far as uh, some of the announcements that were made here at the show, um, I don't know like if you guys have any kind of a, a lead heads up on any of that kind of stuff. But uh, one thing that kind of stood out to me as oh, I wonder what the the folks at Alchemy Labs might think about some of this yep. stuff was hand tracking. Yep. 
because that was one I, I know you guys are big proponents of accessibility in VR yep. and then on top of that uh, most of the time in most in most if not all of your games uh, your controllers are usually hands mm -hmm. so I, I was just kind of curious on what you thought because I mean what, I, I personally was really impressed with the demos that I got to try out here um, my concerns going into it was still like well I, I didn't know exactly what you would do without haptics and that sort of thing but but like I said I, I think I, I went into the demos thinking I, I or before OC6 kind of thinking well we'll need to figure out a haptic solution and then I, I tried it here and I at least like it was it was good enough to be like wow I I'm not sure we're quite there yet but I think this will be a big thing like I now I'm a believer that that just hand tracking in general without gloves will be something that's important to yep. VR at some point. Yep. Um, so, so I didn't know if you if you guys have any thoughts on, on that yeah. stuff. So yeah, like uh, we've been playing around with hand tracking solutions for a long time. Okay. Um, kind of one of the fortunate things of making job simulators that a lot of companies come to us and be like, hey, we're this, like, we think this is the next thing. Um, so kind of first off, um, I love the idea of hand tracking on the device, there, but not as like a universality of like, let's get rid of controllers. Controllers are bad. No, controllers are awesome. Yeah. Controllers are great. And they have a really important use case. Um, but there's things like, for example, it's like, I want to put the headset on and I want to like watch Netflix, right? And it's like, it is act like today more friction to be like, I'm going this, I grab the controllers, I point at the thing, and then I go in. Like I get up and I put the controllers yeah. down and I sit back down and it's like, oh, I got to fast forward, right? And it's like, there's experiences like that that hand tracking is absolutely perfect for. Yep. Like that is exactly what you want, right? You have the very intentional, um, uh, non-frenetic, like, if the UI is done correctly, it's yeah. like a very simple, straightforward experience. Like that is 100% what I want. Um, but there's things that controllers deliver that, that are, are different. So for example, it's like um, kind of that muddiness of input, right? It's like the, I hit that button, I know I hit that button. Yeah. The like feeling weight of something in your hand connecting like the, the dots on like uh, grabbing and like understanding that. And like a lot of games use a lot of buttons. Like at Alchemy, like, we, we try to boil it down and it's, for example it's like job simulation we only use two um, which is awesome that we yeah. like boiled it down to that because we think that's super super important but kind of having that kind of that, that feedback and haptics is like an important part and stuff like yeah. that and so I think that there's I think there's a world for both and yeah. I think that um, to be honest like both sides like if anybody comes to like Hand trackings, controllers are going away. Or on the other side, it's like, no, controllers are the best. Therefore, hand tracking's like useless. It's like both sides are very wrong. There's very different use cases for both that are all both very important to the future of VR. Okay, awesome. No, I, that that's uh, yeah, that's a good take because I yeah, I, like I said, I was really surprised by how great it was. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's always good to keep an open mind. I think to this kind of stuff because I think there's tons of use cases for it. And, and like you said, I think with a lot of the things that Oculus has been showing in, as far as them doubling down on their, their platform and the ecosystem within the headset, mm -hmm. I think there are going to be tons of applications that can 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 use varying degrees of both. Yeah, and I, we see this across lots of things. Like even Carmack mentioned that today was like the room scale is like as soon as like we have room scale and people are like, I want to run around a huge space. And it's like, that's great. But you got to think like how this actually works. And it's like, for me, it's a little even different than what Carmack said. Is like, for me, the most important part of the like room scale experience is that you have to fix tracking to not make people sick yep. right and it's like that's like that's uh, we talk about friction a lot. It's like friction is like friction, friction, friction. Yeah. But before you can even get to the point of friction, yeah. you need somebody to be like, I will not get sick inside of an experience. Therefore, I'm willing to take any 
friction whatsoever, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's, like, that's an important thing, and it's, like, an additional part. Um, so it's not like, it's like, oh, unless everyone is, has, like, a three-meter by three-meter space and we're doing this, is that pointless? It's like, no, there's so many other benefits, and we've got to kind of think about, like, taking everything to the extreme yeah. is sometimes not useful because there's other benefits that are, like, super, super important. No, like, that even, makes even, sense. Even with, like, the, the, the quest, like, putting it on and being like, I want to select a thing, and then I'm going to go find my controllers. Like, I'm not sure, like, what's going to kind of roll out of that sure. kind of user experience. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And, yeah, one of the things, besides friction, I think the another key word that Carmack used a lot was retention. Yep. And they're very linked in a lot of ways, but, um, like, you know, since, since releasing games on the quest, like, what are your goals as a company as far as, like, making, like, what do you guys do to try to make people want to, want to put the headset on as often as possible? Yeah, and so what we always try to build is experiences where people can make their own decisions and be flexible in it um, because uh, if you end up doing something that's very like scripted and like laid out right it's like that's only going to kind of work for a certain type of player and then it's kind of complete yeah. and everyone is so different right yeah. and so like in Vacation Simulator we explored so many spaces I like, hear, hear from people that are like sandcastles hand down my favorite part I like <laughs> I played that for like many hours doing those puzzles and I'm like that's great right yeah. and it's like some other people are like no I really liked going and taking photos of different things and like I went and did change my avatar all the time so I could take all these cool selfies I'm like that's great um, our decision is that there's no wrong way to play it's like let's kind of build some different things that everybody can kind of take that in and that helps like on all sides like for example I like oh I came in and decided that today I want to go and do X right that's great because every day you kind of feel different at least I do right I'm like no I'm like I'm really tired today I would like to do something different or it's like no no I really I want to do something really actiony right now and so kind of allowing players to kind of do those different things is very very important um, to us and in terms of uh, we had two very different keynotes but in some ways similar uh, yesterday Abrash uh, talked a lot about like you know, kind of long-term visionary uh, VR slash AR. And then today, Carmack uh, talked, uh, brought up a list of, of things that he would like to see added to VR. Some just, some are more future, but some are more, are, are more uh, recent types of additions that might come to VR. I was just kind of curious if anything over the past couple of days has stood out to you as far as like, yes, like that's where I want to see the push or, or like, awesome, that's something that I wasn't sure that, you know, they were really, you know, thinking about and I'm glad that they are yeah like, um, so yeah first off like I am a huge fan of Carmack and Abrash <laughs> like um, had some chances to talk and like I, I, I love them so much and I love that uh, the interesting thing is they're for many years uh, particularly at AUKUS have been on opposite ends of the spectrum right and so an interesting thing from my perspective is like um, watching the keynotes and them talk stuff like that I'm like <laughs> for many years I'm like you're both wrong <laughs> the, the actual area is somewhere like in the middle it's like Abrash has been talking for a long time about okay we need to like get to where we we need all this power like because we need resolutions that are so like silly and all this stuff right and it's like okay I understand that vantage point but that's like not how reality is going to play it yeah. and, and Carmack on the other side is like oh I want to run on just the least thing possible and it's like media is where it's going to win and it's like we don't like, traditional controllers work fine or like People, ah, people will get over being sick, right? Because like he doesn't really feel the motion sickness in yeah. the same way as like, for example, I do. That I get very motion sick. Some of the stuff that he was doing at the the app review yesterday, yeah. I was like, I would have thrown up within like twenty seconds. Yeah. Like, and he was just he was talking, yeah. and yeah. and so the interesting thing is like, um, uh, I've always been like. 
No, it's not just always in the middle, but it's somewhere like, in between of where this is actually going to line up. And uh, it's interesting, like, watching these keynotes, like, this year it's like, you can see there's just a little bit more convergence, right? Yeah. It's like that, that both sides are starting to understand kind of what things are really, really important yeah. um, to this. And, like, um, Carmack talked about it a lot. It's like, it's great that he's very much on the, like, friction bandwagon because that's yeah. like that's something that's been like I feel like I've been hammering on for years like yeah. right even like from the start where people are like no nah, you don't need built in audio and I'm like no putting on headphones that's like a huge amount of friction a lot of what he talked about with both the Quest and the Gear VR's eulogy uh, had to do with friction points yep so. And, and so like that that to me is like that's a really good signal because what you need is you need a lot of people that are constantly thinking about this right because there's things that are like okay we can go in like oh we could like double the screen right and it's like we can do all these things that are going to be great and going to happen mm -hmm. but if we're not thinking about the user experience particularly from a friction standpoint we're going to build a device that people are going to put on a shelf and never yeah. interact with yeah and so um one thing that i think is um uh helpful is like so i have i have young kids so the amount of time i have to do vr has been reduced yeah but i'm starting to see it tick back up again and yep. i don't think it has anything to do with the environment's changed because i am just as busy as i've always been yeah um but i think now we're starting to see a combination of um things that are reducing the amount of friction to getting into vr and content that is starting to be built very thoughtful in what a good vr experience is and so like that's that's very like that's very telling. It's a very good kind of trend line uh, moving forward. Yeah, so. no, and it's interesting to remember that that it's not just one or the other in terms of hardware or software that needs to be focused on the friction issue. It's yep. both. Yes, because you 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 have to have both. You 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 could have glasses as the form factor, but if the the software isn't there and designed in a way that works for this medium. Um, versus, you know, more traditional mediums, it, yep. it might not work the same way. Yeah, and you have to give the user something, right? You have to be like, if a user looks at a piece of content and is like, well, I could do that somewhere else or some other way, it's like, well, what are you doing, right? It's like, VR is a very powerful platform and doing some very interesting things, and it's like, got to make sure when you set out that you're, you're trying to do something that is taking advantage of all those magical capabilities. Awesome. Uh, is is there any one particular thing from a hardware side uh, that you would like to be addressed from the friction standpoint? Like, if there's something like, with I don't know, in the next, let's say, let's say in three years there's a new headset. Mm -hmm. What's like the number one thing that is an issue now with these headsets that you're like, come on? Like, well, well I mean, there's some things that are like. Um, we're starting to get the good news is we're starting to get to the point where the friction points we're talking about are like starting to be talked in like maybe minutes or sub minutes right yeah. and it's like uh, for, for many years I spent what I did was I would be sitting on the couch and I'm like I want to do VR and I'd start a stopwatch right <laughs> and my average time in VR was 16 minutes oh wow right because yeah. it was always something right? no I, I have the same experiences there's like something that always usually works that for some reason isn't starting off right or... and I'm like I go and I'm like oh driver has to update Right, and then something will also happen sometimes where enough friction happens that someone's like, Oh, like, like one of my else, kids are yeah. like, Oh, he's like, so then I'm like, do, 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 and then like, I don't go back to it, like, I actually fall out of the loop completely, yeah. And so, like, I think there's a lot of stuff to be done in the like recognizing your world space and start building appropriate bounds for those locations, yeah. All right, and like, 
the, the amount of friction there compared to what used to be is like so oh, dramatically yeah. but I think that there's like there's some good places that we can can be in there and I, I would love to see a world where like I put on the headset and I look around so, and then it's like hey this thing's in the way and it's like either move or just move it right and like, yeah with with appropriate pass-through and stuff like that right it's like I can put the headset on and I'm like oh that chair is there and just like slide it out of the way Carmack mentioned that like the greatest form of friction is moving like is moving things right yeah and he advocated sorry he advocated a long time for like Gear VR, and I don't think it's as much moving. It's moving the things that are painful to move. Yeah. Right. If it's literally a chair, or like sometimes like there's a pillow on the floor, or something like that, and it's like that's just like two seconds to move. Like I already do that in my normal life, move yeah. things around. Yeah. It's when things are like big, and and painful to move. It's like oh, I don't move a couch or something silly yeah. like that, like that. But I think like the uh, my environment's a little bit cluttered, and I want to declutter it. Yeah. It would be great to be able to put the headset on and be like, I'm just going and moving these things around, and now I'm good to go, right? And yeah. the headset's telling me that we're good to go. That would actually be really awesome. And and yeah, in that front, I think the Quest has made huge strides in terms of just how quick and easy, and I can imagine them improving that even more so to where it can automate some of the things that, that, that I'm doing now, you know, to, to set up to make things even easier. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's something that all platforms can push on to make yeah. considerably better. Yeah, no. And, yeah, I think right now Oculus is, has done a great job at um, focusing on those things. Like they've, I think they're ahead of the curve when it comes to that stuff. And so, I, yeah, I agree. I'd like to see them push even, even further on that stuff. Yep. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, really looking forward to playing Vacation Simulator, uh, you know, around the holiday time yep. period. And, uh, yeah, with that, uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Yeah, you too. Thank, thank you. Thank you.